Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome back. Let's continue on our conversation about giving feedback year-round, not just once a year. A few options that you can teach your managers how to give feedback, because some of them may be saying, oh boy, what am I going to talk to my employees about You know, once a month or maybe once a quarter? Preferably once a month would be a, an official timeline. But if you're moving from an annual review process, let's maybe take it a little more reasonably and slow so that you can start with quarterly uh, conversations about their performance and behavior and then eventually maybe move it to bi-monthly and then monthly. It gets easier. Employees are less stressed about the situation when they know every month or every other month or every quarter they're going to talk to their manager about their job, about how they're doing, what's going well, what's not going well. But some conversations that, some techniques that you may employ are, uh, like I mentioned, just the unplanned check-in. So this might be unplanned on the employee side, but planned on the manager side. And what I mean by that is, again, managers are busy. Everybody's busy. We have less staff these days, unfortunately, and we have more work. And so managers do not just have all this free time to say, oh, I'm going to take the day to talk to all my employees about their performance. I like to schedule it with them. So for the unplanned check-in, maybe it's on the manager's calendar that this week I need to do unplanned check-ins with all my employees. The employees don't know about it. And it just could be a conversation of, hey, what's going well? What's not going well? What can I, the manager, help you with? Easy conversation. Now, sometimes that conversation turns into an hour because things are not going well and the employee is so happy that you finally asked. So these can go two ways. Other opportunities uh, or techniques could be the sandwich technique, um, a SWOT analysis, and then I have five conversations that I want to talk to you about as well. So uh, the sandwich technique is usually something that, you know, something just happened and it's not something positive, right? So somebody, the employee made a mistake. It wasn't a grave mistake, but it's definitely a mistake either in their performance or their attitude slash behavior that you do need to talk to them about. So think of a sandwich. There's two slices of bread and there's all the stuff in the middle. So the bread would be the good in the conversation. So you can start out a conversation with, you know, I pretend I'm the manager. Hey, employee, uh, you've been here for three years. Everything has been going very well. And then you insert the, the meat of the conversation. However, what happened today in the meeting, specific, 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 maybe in a, an outburst, an emotional outburst, or a grave mistake on providing data, cannot happen again. I'm here to help. Um, I want to make sure that you know that this was an, a grave error mistake, but the, the bottom uh, part of the sandwich, the next piece of bread, is a good thing. So good, bad, good. Something. John, you've been here for a while. Things are going well. What happened today can't happen again. Enter specifics. And then you end it with something good. 
I know that we're going to get through this and this is how. I'm going to be here to help you. Any questions? Why do you want to do it this way instead of just coming in and berating them and yelling at them, which you should never be yelling at employees, but let's face it, some managers do because they're upset and they've just lost their cool. To do the sandwich technique, good, bad, good, it gives the employee dignity. Like, okay, I screwed up. However, my manager is respectfully talking to me about it. They're pointing it out. They're documenting it. But they've also said, my manager's also said to me, we're going to get through this together and this is how. What also happens there is when that employee leaves the office or the plant that day, they come back the next day. They don't quit They because right now uh, in 2022, an employee can quit your job today and probably find a new job tomorrow or the next day. And they know that. They know there's a lot of jobs out there. So we have to step it up a notch as managers, as HR, to say we need to give our employees feedback, but we need to make sure they walk away with dignity and respect and know that they're not getting terminated because of this negative feedback. So keep that in mind. Managers have to be positive. And if you have managers that are not positive, you need to train them how to be positive or unfortunately, you need to put somebody else in a management position. I also have um, these five conversations that I like to throw into, into occasional meetings. And these are really important for managers that are kind of saying, I don't know what to say to my employee. My employee maybe doesn't want to grow. They're happy in their job, but HR is telling me I need to have conversations with them all year round. So here's some conversations that you can have instead of the just the regular review where you're going over the job description and the, the values and talking about uh, where they are in their career. You can have uh, a climate review, a climate conversation, which is it measures the employee's job satisfaction and their engagement and morale. So how are you doing in this role? Are you satisfied with your role? You can also have, you know, engagement surveys that HR will probably send out to everybody, but maybe specifically just to individual employees to say, are they happy in their role? And if not, why? Is it me, the manager? Is it they're bored with their job because they've been doing it for so long? Are they not happy with the team? Do they need tools for their job to perform better? Are they working too many hours? Are they working not enough hours? So really having those open conversations. Another conversation that you can toss in there is just to discuss the employee, the employee's strengths and talents. Let them know like, hey, this is what I see you're really good at. Is there any way you can help other employees improve? Not everybody needs to be a supervisor or a manager in, other to in, in order to train and develop other employees. Good old regular employees might be a way better trainer than a manager. So let's use their strengths and talents to help others. You could also talk to your employee about opportunities for growth. Maybe it's not a new job, but just improving performance behavior and or helping them or have them help you, the manager, improve the standards within your department. Um, actually identifying the standards. Uh, this is, these are the standards within our organization. These are the standards within our department. Um, especially if you, you work on like percentages or maybe number of widgets that you need to get out the door every day. 
if you have a really great employee who doesn't want to be a supervisor or manager, maybe they can help you develop company standards, department standards, role-specific standards, kind of like quality control as well, or just an improvement control, but not necessarily changing roles. Of course, you want to probably compensate them for that as well. Another conversation a manager can simply have with their employee is just about learning and development. Here are some future opportunities that our company is rolling out, specifically our department is rolling out. Here are some training courses or maybe some conferences that are available. Here is our budget. What would you, employee, like to participate in in order to continue to grow in your, in your role if you want to? And even if you don't, aren't looking for another role within the organization, just to continue to self-develop and learn and, and develop your skills as a person and then as a, you know, a job in our organization. And then finally, just talking to them about innovation and continuous improvement to not only improve their own role and effectiveness, but the entire team's effectiveness in line with business needs. I've, I've had um, employees in these conversations come up with ideas to help other departments. So think outside the box when you're talking to your employees to say, you know what, this employee is stellar, does not want to be a manager, does not want to be a supervisor, and let's face it, <laughs> do you blame them? <laughs> but they have an amazing uh, set of knowledge, skills, and abilities that can not only help improve our department and all the employees in our department, but they could actually help improve other departments. So let's put them in a little role that's maybe 10%, even 20% of their role, their current role, that they can help improve other departments. And overall, the whole company continues to improve because of this employee. Again, make sure you compensate them for that as well. It could just be a spot bonus or an annual bonus program where they're still doing their regular role, but they're going above and beyond to, to help out other departments. Another opportunity that an employee and a manager can have as a conversation is the good old SWOT analysis. What are the employee's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? Now, this analysis is not going to be for everybody, but it's definitely going to be important for somebody who says, hey, I want to grow and I want to become a manager. I want to be in another department or another role. Well, you may need to have this SWOT analysis done uh, for twofold. One, to let them know what their strengths and opportunities are, but then also know, let them know what their weaknesses and the threats are maybe for the company as a whole. So being transparent again Super important to be transparent. We have to be transparent to our employees. We shouldn't be sugarcoating things and we shouldn't be hiding things in a secret folder and letting them think that they have these opportunities, but they have so many weaknesses that you, are, you have not discussed with them that they're never going to grow in the organization. What happens is you lose a good employee because you've never had that conversation and you, they just literally give you a week or two weeks notice and walk out versus having an open and transparent conversation. Again, regular feedback is incredibly important. It is part of effective people management. You need regular feedback in order to not only meet the department goals, but meet company goals. You also need to have regular feedback conversations in order to correct issues or concerns now, not waiting 11 or 12 months for that. 
What are the goals of regular feedback? Your goal as HR slash a manager should always be to reward performance and behavior, to let the employees know, know that you see their performance and behavior, whether it's positive or negative or a mix of both, but then to fuel that positive performance and behavior. So having that conversation over and over and over again, it may seem mundane, but it's better than out of sight, out of mind. Coming up, I want to talk about how managers just might be part of the feedback problem. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.